Welcome to Rejuvenated Women, Impeccable Health for High-Performing Women. Each week, we feature interviews, information, and inspiration that will motivate you to transform from overwhelmed, overworked, and overweight to vibrant, energetic, and on fire. My name is Dr. Alex Ridley, selfless syndrome expert, women's health coach, and alternative medicine practitioner. I specialize in health for busy and driven women. Listen weekly as I share the tools, perspective, and knowledge you need to lose weight, boost your energy, and fall in love with yourself so that you can serve the world with an even bigger impact. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Dr. Alex Swenson-Ridley, and today I wanted to share a little bit more of my COVID journey because it's something that is still happening, and I uh, recently was classified as what they are terming a COVID long hauler, and so what that means is, you know, there's still symptoms going on weeks, months, hopefully not years, but we'll find out uh, beyond when COVID started. And so I found myself back at urgent care um, over the weekend because I still had this cough. I'm going to try not to cough while I'm talking about this, but it's still there. And, um, you know, I, I keep worrying about pneumonia or, you know, it's not getting better. Like absolutely nothing I've done has, has helped it. And I've done literally all the things, all the, and you, you know, I'm outside the box and more natural, but you know, I've been using all the essential oils. I haven't been eating any sugar at all. I've been resting. I've been using my oils and, you know, cough drops and natural cough medicines and all of this stuff and nothing would touch it. And if anything, it felt like it was getting worse. So I ended up <laughs> at urgent care and, you know, my lungs were clear, my oxygen's fine, but I still have this cough and tons of inflammation just all through my, my chest, not in my lungs, but every other part of my respiratory tract, right? And so they, of course, want to put me on prednisone, which is a, a steroid um, that, among other things, causes a lot of weight gain. So me being on my weight loss journey the last few months, I was like, I really don't want to do this unless I absolutely positively have to. Um, so, you know, I, I made some compromises. I did fill that prescription, but compromised with a, a steroid inhaler and adding some other things because, you know, honestly, there's a time and a place where the body needs some help. And before I started some of the medication, the other thing I'm taking is ivermectin, which I'll talk about in just a minute because that I did not get through a normal, well, they are a normal provider, but you have to kind of go in a roundabout way to get it um, because it hasn't been fully vetted by whoever needs to vet it to make it a thing that everyone does, even though around the world they're using it with a lot of success in treating um, COVID. In any case, you know, I, before I started taking all this stuff that the Western medical model gave me, I, I posted in some of the practitioner groups that I'm a part of, you know, with more of the integrative and, and more natural people like me. It was just like, Hey, <laughs> anybody have anything else? You know, I'm doing infrared light therapy on my chest. I'm like doing all the things, right? I got two things. One was I got a lot of stories from people who ended up like me, who are, you know, we're all super healthy, take care of ourselves and just not able to get better. You know, one of them almost died. She ended up in the hospital for 15 days because she got both COVID and bacterial pneumonia. And now she's trying to detox all the stuff that they had to use to, to take care of that. And, you know, so, so through that, I got someone offered to, to do a session with me where we dealt with more of the emotional side of stuff. And my cough did improve some after, after we released some stuff, most of that had to do with when I was 32 and going through my divorce. So we'll, we'll just table that there. I used to always joke that that whole time period 
ruined my health and it <laughs> legitimately may have because it, it keeps my body from fully healing. So, you know, all this to say, I just want to share, like, I wanted to share some resources and tools because I know I'm not the only person out there who is dealing with this stuff long term. And I know, you know, whether you've had COVID or you haven't, or you just, you know, you probably know somebody who's had it. Maybe you know somebody who it's been hanging on long term. So I just wanted to share some of the stuff that <clears throat> I decided to do that has been helpful. I'll, so much of it is still, it's all an experiment, right? Because we don't know stuff about it. Like, no, I, I've shared before and I'll say it again, that nothing about this makes any sense because I know super healthy people who have a super hard time recovering. And then there's people like my husband who honestly doesn't take great care of himself. I think he's had Burger King for breakfast like nearly every day that we've been in San Diego. He got over it really easily back in December. And so, you know, if you're one of those people who's struggling, here's what I've done and what I'm doing. And obviously I'm not all the way better yet, but we're, we're hoping, right? So the big problem is like the inflammation in the respiratory tract and Western medicine, that's going to look like steroids. So whether that's an inhaler, I finally settled on Flovent because I've, I've taken albuterol another time in my life and don't have good reaction to that. So I'm taking a Flovent inhaler. I don't know if it helps or not. <laughs> we'll see. The other thing I'm taking is ivermectin and ivermectin as a prescription. It's something they use actually to treat um, scabies and parasites, which I find really interesting because, but it's actually been shown that, and there's been a lot of studies and stuff done on it. And in other countries, they're using it more as their standard protocol for COVID-19, but it helps stop the production of the virus because it can actually take over um, that happening in a way is, is the thing I like really briefly read. And so that has been really interesting. It makes me tired. I've only been on it for about two days, so I'll, I'll keep everyone posted on that. But if you are someone who is going through this, maybe you've heard of ivermectin or maybe you haven't. There's two groups. The American frontline doctors, I'm not a huge fan of because they've been involved in some political stuff that I don't really agree with. But there's another group called the FLCCC. I forget what all the acronyms stand for, but I will put the link to their website in the show notes, but uh, they have a ton of resources and just <clears throat> good information. They've been involved in doing a lot of double blind studies using ivermectin and a couple other things. They have a lot of resources for patients who are either acute or a long hauler like me. And there's different protocols and they kind of explain, you know, why it is that they do things that, that way. And the nice thing is they have a bunch of resources because if your main doctor won't prescribe it, like when I went to urgent care, I asked about it. The nurse practitioner I saw said, she was like, I'm actually from the Philippines and they're using it there, but I can't prescribe it here unless you had scabies. And I was like, okay. And that was just their medical group that have their, their rules and whatnot of what she's allowed to do, which I found, you know, that's part of what's wrong with Western medicine, right? But on the FLCCC website, they have a whole list of doctors all around the world and many in the United States who will prescribe it. And so I actually found one that I was able to just text with and they, you know, sent me a prescription and also wanted me to take more long-term prednisone than the urgent care did. But, you know, ultimately here's what it comes down to. So I'm doing the ivermectin. I filled the prescription for prednisone, but I'm holding off on it because I'm just not a fan of the side effects, especially using it long-term, you know, at like the worst, least bad thing that happens on that is um, the weight gain. There's a lot of other, you know, really just not fun things that can come along with prednisones. I, uh, had someone help me when we did the emotional clearing, they helped me develop an essential oil protocol. And so I'll keep everyone posted on that. But some of the things I'm using are bergamot, a lot of the citrusy oils, so bergamot, bergamot, however you want to say that, uh, neroli, um, Douglas fir is an oil that has been found to really help just decrease inflammation on the chest and 
do essentially what prednisone does, but without the side effects, which is great. So we're going to test that first. Um, marjoram is another one and there's, there's a few other things. And so, you know, I'm, I'm doing kind of a combination of Western medical approach with Eastern because quite frankly, outside the box stuff and over the counter stuff and all that just isn't cutting it at this point. And, you know, this is, I'll, I'll just share. It's been hard for me as a more natural integrative, you know, food is medicine, all of that stuff that I, I practice and preach, that it just hasn't cut it when it comes to this virus and this process. And it's disturbing on some levels, I suppose, has made me pause to think. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I share in talks that I do a lot, but maybe not so much on this show, you know, I'm really grateful for Western medicine because there is, and we have a great, incredibly great, especially in the United States, emergency medical system. And we're really blessed in that way. What it's not great at is managing chronic disease, which is, you know, largely what we're talking about, the hormonal imbalances and trouble losing weight and all that stuff that we normally talk about on the show. But what it is there for, it's for times when like nothing else you're doing is working and maybe your body needs a little extra help. So I will continue to, you know, just keep you guys posted on my, my journey and my experience and hopefully someday stop coughing so that I can talk longer. But I just wanted to share, you know, some of those resources. So check the show notes if any of that sounds like it could be valuable information for you or it's something you want to pass on to a family member or a loved one. I know this has impacted all of us in different ways and for much of the population maybe it's been frustrating or it's you know I have been annoyed by face masks for a long time but after going through this and not like I didn't wear a face mask before but you know there's there's a time and a place for caution and for taking care of ourselves and quite frankly <laughs> doing all of that made no difference when it came to me and how I've experienced them. That's been the experience for a lot of really, you know, healthy out there taking care of themselves people. That doesn't negate taking care of yourself. You know, my husband likes to joke that, well, he must be more healthy than I am. And that's actually not what health is. We, we've talked about this before, right? It's not about looking good or feeling good. It's about how well can your body heal from something for whatever reason, can make it really hard to heal for a lot of people. Hopefully this helps and serves you in some way. On Thursday, we're going to have an episode that I'm ex really excited about where we're actually talking about self-care while caring for others. And I think that's a really applicable conversation um, to be had in this time and place because I know that's something I've been thinking about a lot is, you know, trying to take care of myself while taking, still taking care of my kids and my, you know, my family and finding that balance is really important. And I know a lot of the women I've been working with have been dealing with, you know, aging parents or, you know, having, having some other level of care that they're providing for others. So come back Thursday for that. And we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Rejuvenated Women, impeccable health for high performing women, where we provide you with the tools, information and inspiration you need to transform from overwhelmed, overworked and overweight to vibrant, energetic and on fire. If you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Each month, I'll select one lucky reviewer to receive a special impeccable health sample kit from me. Also, I don't want to be working with you on your health only once or twice a week. I want to be in this conversation and in the trenches with you every single day. I invite you to join me in my private Facebook group for high-performing women who are ready to transform their health and lives called the Tribe of Rejuvenated Women. 
There you'll have access to free training, a community of like-minded women from around the world, and even more information, inspiration, and motivation to transform your health and become vibrant, energetic, and on fire. Until next time, remember to keep putting yourself first so that you can better serve the ones you love and the things you are passionate about.